0: Dragonfly Tales, a story podcast with me, Leo, and Emily. Hello! And each episode we will tell you a story from around the world and share some fun and silly things with you. So, Emily, ça va? Oh, oh oui, ça va bien, merci. Hang on, why are you talking French?
1: Well, in the Easter break, we went to...
0: Nice! We went to Nice in the south of France. Gosh, it was the first time we'd been away in a while, wasn't it, Leo?
1: Yeah, and it was really fun. We it went was. to some nice beaches.
0: Oh, beautiful beaches.
1: We also ate lovely food.
0: Oh, yes, yum yum. And we played with your cousins as well.
1: Yeah, that was fun.
0: And we spent lots of time with family. It's really nice to get away for a holiday, isn't it, Leo? Oh, yeah. And I hope that our listeners had a lovely break too. You can post
1: some pictures and the places you went to in the Facebook group.
0: Oh, good idea.
1: So, before we do our story and do some shout-outs, I think we should have
0: a... Leo's Top 5! Oh, brilliant. Okay, so what top five are you doing this time, Leo?
1: Oh, we're doing... My top five favourite inventors and
0: discoverers! Oh, brilliant. This is going to be good. OK, so here we go. Coming in at number five, it's... Mary Curie. She discovered radioactive elements
1: and changed the way people thought about science.
0: Oh, brilliant. Yes, Mary Curie. She was also the first woman to win the Nobel Prize for science.
1: Yeah, she won it
0: twice. She did. OK, so coming in at number four, it's... Dr Patricia Bath. She invented a cure for cataract blindness in the 1980s. Oh, yes. Patricia Bath, a leading African-American female scientist helping people to see again. OK, so coming in at number three, it's... Ada Lovelace. Ooh, the Enchantress of Numbers. She was a brilliant
1: mathematician who invented computer programming.
0: That's right. She worked with Charles Babbage. He made these really complicated machines that nobody understood. And she actually wrote down the manuals. In fact, I think the first computer language was called... Ada. It was called Ada. How cool. Okay, coming in at number two is.
1: Nikola Tesla.
0: Ooh.
1: He invented ways to produce and transmit electrical power.
0: He did. And although Thomas Edison gets a lot of the credit, I think Tesla got there first, didn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: Absolutely. ACDC and all that. Brilliant. Okay, so coming in at number one, who could it possibly be? It is. Leonardo da Vinci! Leonardo da Vinci! That's a great name, by the way. Tell <laughs> us about Leo! Leonardo
1: da Vinci actually invented the flying machine. He well, did? Well, he designed it. He didn't make it, but still. And also, in his notebook, he had a design for a helicopter, an armoured car and a machine gun. Back wow. then... And they even would have worked.
0: Yeah, I think someone recently had a go at his flying machine and his parachute, and it did work. What a trailblazer, as well as being an amazing artist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness me, that was Leo's top five favourite inventors and discoverers. Leo's top five. Da da da. da, 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 da. So, I think it's time for some shout outs! Oh, definitely, we need some shout outs. Who have we got this episode, Leo? Well, firstly, we have Sebastian, age nine, and Julian, age seven, from
1: Vancouver, British Columbia, in Canada. Hi, Sebastian! Hi, Sebastian! Hi, hi Julian. Julian!
0: Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening! Oh, brilliant.
1: Who have we got next? Next, we have Ruby and Monica in Brighton. Oh, hi, Ruby! Hi, Ruby! Hi, hi Monica! Monica. Thanks for listening. We also have a shout-out to my friend Natasha in Canonbury. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Natasha. Thanks, Thanks for, for
0: listening.
1: listening. And finally, here's a shout-out for Francesca in Belfast, Northern Ireland. How you doing, Francesca?
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Oh, that was wonderful. And remember, if any of you listeners would like a shout-out... All you have to do is let us know in the Dragonfly Tales Facebook group or you can email us at emilydragonfly at gmail.com and we'll put all the details in the show notes.
1: So, Emily, what's your story today?
0: Well, Leo, my story is a super old Irish story.
1: Oh we love the Irish stories. We
0: do and this one is one of my all-time favourites. It's thousands of years old and it's particularly special because it's about keeping secrets. Keeping secrets
1: can be hard. It
0: really can be. So how do you think we should start this story?
1: Well I think we should start long ago in Ireland.
0: Excellent. Long ago in Ireland, there was a king called Lowry. He was a good king and a wise king, but he had a secret. He had the ears of a horse. What?
1: The ears of a horse?
0: Yeah, the ears of a horse. Did people see? Oh, no. The king was so ashamed, he kept them well hidden under a special crown.
1: Did he always have them?
0: Well, no. You see, he wasn't always a nice king. When he was a boy, he was quite spoilt. And if he didn't get what he wanted, he would lose his temper. One day he was riding a pony across the moors and the pony wouldn't go where he wanted it to go. So do you know what he did? What did he do? He got a big stick. Oh, no. And he hit the pony very hard. The poor animal. He thought no one was watching, but somebody was. Or should I say, some were the fairies. The fairies saw him strike that beast so cruelly and they vowed to teach him a lesson. Well, you shouldn't mess with the fairies. No, you shouldn't. So the next morning when he woke up, he felt that something was different. He put his hand up to his head on the right side. He felt up and up and up. Something was there. Then he put his hand up to the left side of his head and up and up and something was there too. He jumped out of bed and he ran to the mirror and guess what he saw on the top of his head. He had a horse's ears. He did. Long, brown, furry horse's ears. He pulled and he tugged and he tugged and he pulled. But those ears were his ears now, forever.
1: And no one even knew? Not even the Queen?
0: No, not even. Well, well, yes, one person knew. The fairy? Well, apart from the fairy, there was another person in the kingdom who knew about the king's ears. Who? His barber.
1: Oh, his barber. Wait, what's a barber?
0: Well, um, when the king grew up and became king and got married to his queen and had his own children, he realised that he needed to look very kingly um, and kings do need to have their hair cut. But in order to have their hair cut, what needs to be removed? Their crown. Exactly right. And the barber, the royal barber, was charged with cutting the king's hair. And when he lifted the crown off the king's head, what do you think happened? The barber saw the king's ears. Absolutely, they came up, doink, doink, like that. The barber was shocked and a bit scared. But King Lowry turned to him and said, If you ever tell anyone about my ears, I'll cut off your head from its shoulders.
1: Ooh, that's a bit harsh.
0: Well, you know, in those days kings could do stuff like that. So the poor barber, he cut the king's hair and he replaced the crown and he went away And had to keep the king's secret. He couldn't tell a soul about those horses' ears. (sighs) That must have been hard. It was. Because secrets, you see, have a way of wanting to get out. They twist and they turn in your insides. They ring in your ears. They burn on your tongue. Until you're too scared to open your mouth.
1: Is that what happened to the barber?
0: Yeah. He got so scared about letting the secret escape, letting it jump out of his mouth, that he kept his mouth closed all the time.
1: What? How did he eat?
0: He didn't. So he became unwell. His wife got very worried. He wouldn't sleep, he wouldn't eat. He stopped talking. So she called for the doctor. And the doctor did what doctors do. He he looked in his mouth and he took his pulse and he checked him all over and guess what he found? Nothing. Nothing. Oh," Said the doctor, can you, can you not tell me what's wrong? The barber shook his head. Well, is it that you can't tell me? The barber nodded. Hmm, uh, is it a secret you have? Said the doctor. The barber waved his hands and nodded again. "ha," huh, said the doctor, "and uh, and you can't tell even me?" The barber shook his head sadly. So the doctor thought for a long time. So if you can't tell your wife whom you love and trust and and you can't tell me, your doctor, oh, well I fear this secret of yours will be the end of you. You have to do something." Well, why not tell it to the ground? The barber looked really puzzled and a bit scared. No, 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 it's fine, said the doctor. Go for a walk near the river and whisper your secret into the ground. It's not like telling a person, but it may help you feel better. So the next day, the barber walked through the town Across the fields and along the river, he found a spot of ground near the banks of the river and began to dig a hole in the earth, scooping the soil with his fingers. Will you help me, Leo? Let's dig, dig, dig. Dig, dig, dig. Dig, dig, dig. dig, dig. One more. Dig, dig, dig. 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 Oh, that's good. Maybe give your hands a bit of a brush. Yeah. I'll whisper my secret in here, thought the barber. No one will hear and no one will know but this good earth. The barber looked this way and that way. There was no one around. So he leaned down, took a deep breath and whispered his secret into the hole in the ground. The king has horses' ears. Oh, it felt so good to be free of the secret that that he whispered it again and again. Can you whisper with me, Leo? The, the king, king has horses' ears. ears. The, the king has horses' ears. ears. Oh, how much better. Better, he felt as if a huge weight was lifted from his shoulders. From his soul? Yes, he covered over the hole with the earth, skipped all the way home, hugged his wife, had a huge dinner and slept like a baby.
1: Aw, a (laughs) goochie-goochie-goo.
0: And he didn't give the king's secret another thought.
1: I'm glad he felt better. But I'm not sure this is the end of the story.
0: Oh, no. For over the next few days, little green shoots began to peep their heads out of the ground where the barber had buried his secret. They grew and grew until a beautiful clump of river reeds danced and swayed in the morning breeze. Green and delicate. And it was about then that a group of travelling minstrels made their way through the land and came to rest by the riverside.
1: Oh, minstrel... Wait, what are minstrels?
0: (laughs) Minstrels are musicians. Travelling, wandering musicians. And they were heading to a great feast at the Palace of... King Lowry. Exactly. As they sat by the river, doubling their toes and eating their bread and cheese, the piper noticed there was something wrong with his pipe. Oh, blast! My pipe's cracked! How am I to play a fine ditty for the king? Oh, we'll not be paid if we haven't a piper! The others agreed. Well, I hear King Lowry favours the piper of all instruments. What are we going to do, said the drummer?
1: Look there,
0: said the fiddle player.
1: Down by the river, the finest, tallest reeds I ever did see.
0: Oh, yeah, said the piper. I shall make me a fine flute from one of those. So the piper chose a reed, cut it down, then whittled it and shaped it. Into a beautiful pipe. I think I know what's going to happen. Fit for a king, this is, he said. And all the minstrels made their way to the court of King Lowry. Oh, that night there was the greatest of banquets with lords and ladies from all across the land, finest foods and wines for all. Mm. What sort of things do you think they ate, Leo?
1: Well, trifle, definitely. Trifle,
0: definitely trifle.
1: Uh, Because it's Ireland, a lot
0: of mashed potato. Probably. Cakes, delicious little delicacies, sugared candies and lots of fruit. The king was wearing an exquisite new crown.
1: Over his ears, I assume.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. And when the feasting had finished, the king stood up, bowed to his queen and guests and then clapped his hands for silence. Do you want to clap three times with me? (coughs) Honoured guests, you are most welcome. And now, a little music and some dancing. Musicians, will you play for us? The minstrels stepped forward, led by the piper. They bowed and took up their instruments to play. The piper placed the new pipe to his lips. But when he blew on it, the strangest thing happened. It quivered and squeaked and, and then it spoke. The king has horses ears. The piper was shocked. He, he drew the pipe from his face in confusion and panic. Oh, um, I, I'm sorry, Your Majesty. It's a new pipe. I, I'll just try again. <laughs> the, the King has horses' ears. <gasps> this time the whole hall was frozen in shock, listening to the words coming from the pipe. All eyes were now on the King. There was whispering and gossiping and giggling from the crowd. The king's face turned red with embarrassment. Then, as the laughter began to echo, his face went white with rage. Guards! Guards! Arrest these men and throw them into the dungeons! Oh no, please, please, cried the piper. It's not me, it's it's the pipe. Uh, Your Majesty, I think it's bewitched. You're telling me it's bewitched? The king rose from his throne, grabbed the pipe and placed it to his own lips. But the same thing happened. The pipe would only sing. The The king had. It's a barber secret that he whispered into the ground. And now the laughter echoed around the great hall as everyone looked at the king, gossiping, giggling. Oh my goodness, is the king's got horses? Horses ears. I'd like to see this. Is that is that why he never takes off his ground? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I always thought there was something funny. (laughs) Is the
1: king got horses?
0: The king's got horses! The king's got horses, (laughs) ears. stop it! Stop it, I say! Lowry sank to his knees. Then he knew. Only one man could have revealed this secret. The barber! Bring me the barber, bellowed the king. And at the sight of the poor barber being dragged in by the royal guards, all the laughing soon stopped. Please, your majesty. Said the barber, I, "I didn't tell a soul. I, I never told anyone. I, I, the secret. It was. It was just so heavy on me that uh, it made me sick. I, I couldn't eat or sleep or talk. So I, I, I told it to the earth. Only the earth. And what did you tell the earth? That 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 you, King Lowry, have." horse's ears <gasps> there was a gasp from the crowd yes yes all right said the king i do have horse's ears and king lowry stood tall ripped off his crown and the two furry brown horse's ears pricked up dink, dink. but nobody laughed they all gasped and were amazed your Majesty, said someone, can you hear better with them? Um, uh, uh, well, actually, y- yes. They uh, look yeah. very velvety. Oh, oh, well, uh, thank you. Yeah, well, they are quite velvety. I think actually. I'd like a pair. Oh, oh, really? Oh, uh, well, that's very very nice of you to, to say that. Uh, yes, well.
1: Imagine our king has horses. Ears. You must be very special, Your Majesty. Uh, spe- me? Spe- special.
0: Oh, um. I've never seen the like. They are truly magnificent. Oh Well, uh, that, well that's, that's very nice of you all to, to, to say that, actually. I, I've never really thought of it like that. And everyone clapped and everyone cheered for the king's ears. And Larry felt different. He felt lighter. He was, for the first time in his life, proud of his ears and free. Of his secret. He walked around the hall showing off his ears, turning them this way and that, laughing and smiling at all of his people while the musicians played their music. The, the king, king has horses, is. the king has horses, is. the king has horses. Is. The, king has horses is. the queen. She was delighted, for she knew there was something that he hadn't been telling her. And from that day on, the king wore a very different crown. One that displayed his fine horse's ears and let him truly be himself. He was happier.
1: I bet his ears were happier too.
0: Yeah, he ruled for many, many years. And after he passed away, his story lived on. And is told now, all over the world. So it's
1: worth remembering. Well, firstly, be nice to animals. Yeah,
0: you don't know when the fairies are watching. Yeah. And also, secrets are sometimes better out than in. And you should always be proud of what makes you different. For there's no one quite like you. You. The The end. End So, Leo, did you like that story?
1: Yeah, I thought it was fantastic.
0: What was your favourite bit?
1: Well, I like how when the king revealed his secret, he felt a lot happier.
0: Do you think he was the happiest person?
1: Oh, no, the happiest person was definitely the barber.
0: Absolutely, the poor barber who had to carry that secret and was worried about his head being cut off.
1: Yeah, he must feel really, really happy that everyone knows.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's happy in the end and... You know, it's okay to celebrate being different.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed the story and we'd love to have a guest teller coming soon.
0: And if you are enjoying our podcast, please, please remember to leave us a review. It really matters. And if you can, make a little donation on the website to keep us going. And thank, thank you so much. much. You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leo. We hope you enjoyed
1: our podcast and we'll be back with another story soon. But until then, don't swallow your worries and keep them inside. Just be wonderful
0: you, for you've nothing to hide. Bye!
1: podcast is brought to you by Emily, Leo and Andy at Dragonfly Tales. Search Dragonfly Tales on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at ndragonflytales and on Twitter at Emily Dragonfly.